0: Hello, and welcome to the First Issue Club podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi. 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 Uh, who do we have in the club today? I'm Mike D. Oh, welcome Mike D. I'm Greg. Hey Greg. I'm Caitlin. Hey Caitlin. Hey. You guys just stepped into the First Issue Club podcast uh, where we cover first issues exclusively and we help lead you through the muddy and sometimes murky world that is the comic book landscapes. Number one comics, each week we read them here
1: and we're happy to do so. This week on the podcast, what are we covering, Greg? Today we are covering Kids, number one, and Guardians of the Galaxy, number one. That is correct. Thank you for saying the two right comics that we were
0: what covering. What
2: wrong? I was
0: <laughs> cut off guard, but I got them right. Kids is on a blaze and Guardians is on... Uh, I think it's Marvel? That is correct also. <laughs> You're two for two. Two for two. <laughs> I am killing it. Um, cool, guys. Well, uh, I got some news. Oh. Mm-hmm. Three news pieces, actually. Three for... news pieces. Yes. The first one is, did you hear about a little football team named the Chiefs? Oh, here we go.
3: Can we spend as
1: little as time on this as we can? Yeah, we can. I think we did. We exhausted How this topic. How about some
3: regional sports news, everybody?
1: <laughs> We're from Kansas City. I mean, it's City. not
2: regional anymore. Uh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: Our yeah. football team, the Kansas City Chiefs, is going to the Super Bowl. We're pretty happy about it. Okay, next.
0: <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen. Yes. Do you guys know about this? No. hmm Uh, I put it on the Twitter. You did put it on the Twitter, yes. (coughs) So if you're on the Twitter, you already know about it as well, our Twitter. Which, uh, rate, review, follow us as we're here mentioning this. Uh, Seth Rogen is uh, going to produce Mm -hmm. um, a Rick Remender comic book called Fear Agent, made in 2005. um, That was originally released on Image and then went to Dark Horse. Um, One of the producers that's making the new Batman um, is on it. And uh, the one of the Jumanji guys is on it as well. <laughs> we got one of the Jumanji guys. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is going to Amazon. Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Rogen also produced The Boys uh,
1: and Future Man. Yes, and Future Man, mm. which are both awesome. Oh, yeah, man, so yes. I have complete faith in Fear Agent. I loved Free Agent as a comic book or Fear Agent. Sorry, I said Free Agent. I, like Free so Agent. I got football in <laughs> the mind. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Fear Agent was very very good, so I'm very excited. Did you read it all the way through? Yes.
0: We got any Seth Rogen fans in the house?
2: Yeah,
1: I can handle them in small spurts. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that movie's
0: coming, and then uh, another third piece of news: um, Patton Oswalt. <sighs> yes. Tell me about that.
2: <clears throat> and and Ben Schwartz. And, and Ben Schwartz
1: and a lot of people from Brooklyn Nine Nine are going to be in this animated TV show about Modoc.
0: <laughs> and uh, Patton is going to be playing Modoc, which is perfect casting. I think there's never been a better casting.
1: Not not since uh, Hugh Jackman was casted as Wolverine.
0: <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, you, oh, you guys Patton, yeah, oh, uh, Pat, Patton, Patton
1: Oswalt fans?
3: Sorry, <laughs> oh, that's <good>. Sorry
1: Hugh. <laughs> that's a good...
0: That's the
3: only
1: blemish my- on his record. You ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> too tall. Six inches too tall,
0: which I hardly ever say. <laughs> Do you think uh, Patton Oswalt's too uh, tall for Modoc? No, no, I think he's the right yeah. amount of size. Yeah. He's the perfect size. Um, he killed it in that mouse movie, so he's got a little, he, he's got- Ratatouille? A, yeah. He, he's got animation up his sleeve.
1: I got to chuckle out of that. Thank you. Ratatouille. <laughs> that was French though, right? That Ratatouille. That's
0: the French pronunciation? Yes. Ratatouille. Uh, you guys got any other, <laughs> any other news?
1: I do. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Scout Comics is suing Vault Comics. Thank God. Because they both put out a book called The Mall. That is oh,
3: true whoa. and we My talked goodness. about this. Yeah, we did.
1: <laughs> we we were uh we predicted this. What? I don't know if we predicted, predicted the lawsuit, <laughs> but we both were just like, "Hey, wait a minute. These two publishers both have books called The Mall Out, The Mall.
0: Uh, who's going to win that one? Whoever I, published yeah, whoever published Mall first.
1: <laughs> uh, I believe it was Scout. Uh, yeah. No,
0: Which so, is
2: the one we read was Scout. Yeah,
1: yes. so the Scout yeah. Mall is
2: the one that got options. It was like
1: Richie Rich, you inherited a mall. Yeah. Yeah. The other mall was like a zombie story where they're trapped in a mall. What's the other publisher
0: that has the mall? Vault. Vault should win this one because that's the better comic. By
3: a hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know that we need more zombies people being trapped in a mall, sort of stuff. Yeah, we do. Wasn't there a whole movie about that already? Yeah. There's been a couple of one movies. One of the about remakes
0: that. of The Day of the Dead was that. Retire it. No. As a concept. It's cool. Zombies are cool. Malls are cool. Put them together.
3: <laughs> Buns are cool. Over and over and hot, over
2: <laughs> hot <dogs> and over.
3: <laughs> I guess I just keep eating those too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. They keep Twizzlers. making
1: hot dogs. You sick of those?
3: Twizzlers are good. Clam chowders I'm good. I'm waving the white flag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have a first surrender yep. of 2020. Yes. The first surrender.
0: Uh, any Always other the news? sweetest. This is good. This is like jam packed news. Sometimes we're like little news, like, crickets this this news is fucking crazy
1: uh captain marvel 2 lost its original director for the second movie okay so i don't know if anyone cares about that but i think Who it was was her
2: first director
1: it was uh it wasn't patty jenkins she's doing wonder woman it's it was another female director but i think they're out and the person who's writing wandavision into the multiverse or whatever is writing the screenplay for this movie so it's set in present day there's some small little driblets of news coming in from about that. Um, for
2: WandaVision or Marvel? Both. Okay. Yeah. Why did the director leave? Do we know? Unknown. All right.
1: Unknown. The director for the second Doctor Strange is out over creative differences. Huh. Hmm. So, oh, I have a question about for you guys. So the Super Bowl is coming up. Yes. I know but this is on this is not sports related. We've covered this. Which comic book trailer do you think are they gonna show oh. off? Oh.
2: Like a new like, like a, a new, new one?
1: one. Zelda. What? I oh
0: think, like the for the video game? I think we'll get a Zelda video game movie. Oh you, no. There's no way. <laughs> we would have heard about this. Yeah? Okay. Well so Bunch of Kings is Zelda.
1: <laughs> I think we'll get our first footage of the Eternals.
0: Oh, really? that's probably Whoa, true. Actually, okay. yeah,
1: because that's been buzzing hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. it comes out in like June, so I think right oh, now would be a good teaser f- opportunity okay. for. They could yeah. do new New Mutants too, right? Yeah, that, I mean, they just dropped a New Mutants trailer. Yeah, would it be too did. soon
3: to do another one? A new uh, like people a,
1: are speculating uh, that Mister Sinister is going to be in the New Mutants movie, oh. which would be pretty fucking sick. I, yeah, that's
3: another like rush it too soon thing. You think so? Yeah, tip, dip your toe into Mister Sinister. I think this week on the Patreon, Greg and I are going to be looking at the top 300 comics sold in 2019. That's yeah. going to be eight hours long. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go through all of them, but there's some interesting stuff on, like, market share and who sold the most of what. Really? And, you know, what what actually ended up being the top 10 selling comics of 2019 was pretty surprising to me oh man Boy. i'm so pumped for
1: that if you like data and nerds screaming <laughs> about data you're gonna want to subscribe to the patreon toot sweet <laughs> uh i got
0: back from vacation and saw a rocket ship you saw a rocket ship spacex launch
1: oh, oh is that why you went to florida
0: oh yeah you're that's pretty not... close to cape canaveral yes i was there basically that's not why i went it was a little bit of a side benefit how close were you i could see it. it looked like a big star was it just the craziest thing to watch? It was momentous, historic. Was it at night or during the day? Morning, 10 a.m. So that's mid-morning, yeah. Full sunlight. Full sunlight, yeah. And they were, like, testing this thing of, like, if something failed, so it exploded. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. But on purpose. There wasn't anybody in it either.
2: Except, oh, for, well.
0: Except for a couple of dogs, Elon. Oh. Elon. Maybe some sentient robots. Yes. <laughs> father, why, Father? <laughs> uh, you guys see? Did you father guys see? Father
2: Elon. Did you guys <laughs> see history why? in the last seven? Father
1: days? Elon, no. <laughs> we killed Grimes for you, Father <laughs> Elon.
2: <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> we impregnated Grimes <laughs> for you, <laughs> Father.
2: <laughs> why would a robot speak that inefficiently? Because they're impregnated. <laughs>
1: Because they're stupid. They don't know.
2: That's why they're in the ship to die. They've been tricked. They're idiots. Come on. Keep up.
1: They're like the Laurel and Hardy of robots. All
2: right. Sorry. Oh,
3: to the moon. That escalated lawn. quickly. Why did you give us feelings, alone? <laughs> I am burning Alon. Just to kill us, Father alone. <laughs> I love how they say his name every sentence. Yeah. They say it wrong. <laughs> we trust in you, alone, but why?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the SNL guy. <laughs> Did you know that... Uh- Musical
3: guest. <laughs> Elon, Elon. Elon
0: Musk. <laughs> Did you know he can never be alone?
1: No, because he's, he's a lawn. Hey, I'll be here all
0: night. Oh my god! Uh, there
2: Don't we go. leave me alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so h- why can't he be alone?
0: Somebody <laughs> told me that the other day that he's like he has a thing. Don't
2: leave me somebody. by my Elons.
0: Some. <laughs> somebody, I was walking down the street, they tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Hey, you know, you know, Elan, Elon? <laughs> Do you know Father Elan? Do you know Father Elan?
1: Wait, what was this person <laughs> Is this, this person old that like loose wires coming out of their neck and kind of robotic? <laughs> yeah, Singed
2: me- metal. Do you,
1: do you know Elon? <laughs> uh, do you know my father, Elon? <laughs> Join he the can, Church of SpaceX. He can <laughs> never be alone. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stewart.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, oh, boy. that's a, that's a truth oh, boy. statement about him. Okay. We talk about Elon a lot on this podcast. We just want him on the show. Yeah, we should we should be <laughs> a STEM research podcast instead. Talk about like innovation and shit. Nope.
1: Next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried.
0: Vetoed. <laughs> Club vote. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then. And like a rocket ship, let's
1: get this podcast started.
0: First up, we have kids. Yep, that's with the Z. Uh, by Ablaze Comics, by Aurelian uh, Ducadardre and Jocelyn Juret.
1: I'm if gonna... you couldn't tell from that pronunciation, that was a Z on kids. <laughs> kids. <laughs> Caitlin, what is kids about?
2: Okay, so think about the Lost Boys if Neverland was Earth following a zombie apocalypse. And that's kind of what this is about.
0: That is the nail on the head. Yep.
2: We've got Brooks, and he's the leader, but he's leading a gang of kids who are basically filming themselves while just going around clearing out homes in and around their own neighborhood.
1: Yeah, they're making, like, jackass videos of them killing zombies Yeah, for their own entertainment because there is no internet.
2: Yeah, because at first he's, like saying, like, saying it's like a show, but then they're not, they're not uploading it anywhere. They're just watching it for themselves.
0: That makes like it even, their own highlight even reels. so much better. Yeah. So this comic book, it unfolds where it's like kids are like going after something and you kind of think they're like going to go bully somebody or, some, or like right. attack somebody. Then you find out as they all jump over a fence, there's a zombie and they're racing to just like kill it. But it's their neighbor that like made them cookies. So it's like this really like fascinating way to like tell you the story really quickly that it's like town run by kids with zombies that can, like, kill the zombies and take control of their own life, which to me is a great fucking premise.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I really loved how straightforward this whole story was. I mean, we've seen zombie stories a million times over. This one didn't try to do anything new or flashy or crazy. It felt like Lord of the Flies meets Walking Dead, and I'm fine with that. I, I think bet. the artwork really helped me appreciate this comic way more though.
0: The it, artwork was very like style
3: in a way that I've never seen before that I like I've I loved. Go ahead. So we we say that we've seen a million zombie things before and, and this one was a a good one at that, but every zombie thing needs a twist to kind of stand out from the It's the, the zombie thing,
2: but with this.
3: Yeah. This one I um, think is that just parents. Turn into zombies? They're or just adults? Yeah. I don't know that that's been made clear, though. If they're just the remaining survivors, or if— You think there'd be more kids. Only adults turn into zombies. Do all
0: women turn into zombies, too? Because they're all boys, right?
2: In the next issue, they find girls.
0: Oh, okay. Because that was one— all right. That was going to be one of my spanks, my bad-bads yeah. on this, was that, like, why do you only have boys? Okay.
2: Yeah, and it, w- it was kind of a cute little line when it, where it was like— in the next issue, they're going to come across some girls, and that may be their primary threat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys and girls can never
2: get along. I wonder if it is a zombie virus that just attacked some kind of thing that only existed in the adults, basically home-aloning everyone. Depression. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's spreading to kids now, too. Taxes. Texas. <laughs> of, uh, if you're head of household, you are now a zombie.
3: Did this make you think what would you have done in this situation of. as a yeah. kid? Yeah. Have you yeah. never thought about that when you were a kid? Like, man,
1: what if the parents were gone and it was just me and so my buddies?
2: So there was a reality show that was like Kid Town USA. Do you remember oh that?
3: Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they had I, to because they, they drank bleach. Yeah, that was a <laughs> terrible idea.
2: <laughs> did, did you did not they know that? Bleach.
3: Yes, yes. Yes.
0: What?
1: I was just about to beat him to the punchline. The yeah. kids were unattended yep. and just filmed, and they were the no, no, kids no. got into something, That's and one of them the one drank I'm bleach. Yes, it is. It's the same one you're talking about.
0: They, they
2: weren't unattended in that show. We're it,
1: talking about brat camp. No, you're talking
0: about you're talking about camp something. They didn't show the episode of them of them of them <laughs> sure. drinking the bleach. I think they finished they they cut the they the cancelled the, the season. Kids, the kids weren't completely unattended. Right. But they were like in charge. They yes. like elected themselves yes. and like there was like So it they, is the same thing. Yeah. It's just uh, a <laughs> yeah. caveat. I'm they the male, drink that bleach. <laughs> they weren't
2: completely unattended at all yes. times.
0: There's like Because I, they
2: had to have things where like they would be explained something or they would there was an adult present for some of the filming. Kid Nation. Kid Nation. This yes. was like the
3: starring Kid Nation. <laughs> they were like, let's. They tried to find archetypes of kids, too. Yes. To be like, he's the nerdy but smart one. Yeah. Here's ugly like one. The here's the
2: natural leader. Emotionally challenged,
3: like, strong kid. Yeah. <laughs> kid they did like. actually
2: come up with some things, though, that you were like, you could see like a mini society the way that it would operate.
1: I've heard it's very re- rewatchable.
2: It is Kid Nation. Mm-hmm. I would I would want to watch it again. I don't know if
1: you could pay me to rewatch Kid Nation. <laughs> you like watched old, it
2: all? I, I,
1: I don't. I think I maybe that's watched an o. one commercial. That's enough. <laughs> I did watch all of Brat Camp, and now that's a show that should what have is had multiple Brat seasons. Camp? So Brat Camp was this show <laughs> where it was like a reality show, and you brought in troubled youths to this like camp in Colorado that was like they want they want to oh. fix you by putting you in the wilderness yep. and teaching you resilience I and saw how a couple to like. Of those. That was a good show. I, like, I thought that was a good show. I like Scared Straight. That's kind of, yeah. Scared Straight by nature. Okay. Yeah. You know what scares you straight quicker than a, a, a trip to the prison? A bear. That's a good point. <laughs> a bear chasing you down. Or a Yeah, zombie. The bear's
2: not trying to threaten you, and you can't just laugh in the bear's face. It will straight up kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it, but
1: let's I, get back to this comic, kids. Yeah,
2: so, <laughs> sorry. It just reminded me of that. Like, Kid Nation, like, yeah. what I, would you do? What kind of society would you form?
0: This comic book is a really good soda pop. Like you're gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be like a little bit surprising, um, and it's like it 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 captivated me and it made me want to see like well where does this go?
1: Yeah, I and, definitely want to read issue two.
0: Yeah, and uh, kudos to Ablaze. This is our first Ablaze comic that we covered. You may know them for such comics as Vampire State Building, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, this if this is what they do, I think there's something European about them. Yeah, you were saying that this was
1: like European comics, but America. and they repackaged them for in America? The, the U.S.
0: So I don't know if that's what Ablaze does. Is they're just like they're bring A Blaze got at us on on Twitter. So maybe if they listen to this, they can tell us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like what exactly? We'll have exactly, somebody
1: on from Ablaze to yeah,
0: how exactly they do it. But uh, yeah, new. I always love new publishers, new indie publishers, and this as a zombie comic uh, is interesting. They had like yeah, they had like six covers. Yeah, our stores didn't grab them.
2: I liked the Ghostbusters looking one. Yeah, me too. The Goonies one was pretty cool. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think a solid entry from a blaze. Nothing that will, like, really wow people or, you know, be a skyrocket to fame. But, like, you need to build a solid base to have a good publishing house. And they're doing that.
0: I think I could stick this comic book in anybody's hands and they would not be upset about it.
1: No.
2: Yeah.
0: If you would
1: take the curse words out, you could give it to kids. Uh
0: they did Unsacred, which mm-hmm. is the comic book from Unnatural, mm-hmm. which she's a French writer. Merka Andolfo or something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. And uh <laughs> thank you. Hey, good for you. <laughs> Gold Star for Mike D. Well, knowing it, I don't know. I wouldn't have known yeah, it. Yeah, it's impressive. So uh yeah. a blaze is, is a formidable foe in, in the publishing world. And really heating up a blaze. Yeah. They also have this really <laughs> rad comic book called Gung Ho, which gets previewed you in the so back.
2: Ha- you were so proud of your really heating up. Really heating for up for a blaze. blaze. A blaze! Yeah, thank you. Nope. And that was
1: <laughs> Kids on a blaze. <laughs> All right. <sighs> and
0: next up, we have The Return of Guardians of the Galaxy, number one on Marvel by Al Ewing and Juan Cabal. Caitlin. What is Guardians of the Galaxy about? As well, it comes back to Marvel, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not the first time we've covered a Guardians book, but no. by won't yeah. be the last.
2: <laughs>
1: it Seems like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we actually covered the Donnie Cates one. We did. That Yeah, this is spinning out from.
2: Well, this book has a, a sub a subtitle ah. um, that I think is pretty apt, and it just says "Then It's Us," and it's it's just kind of about the skeleton crew of the Guardians and Nova just really needing help, but everyone else is pretty much lost or just too badly beaten and in recovery or just not in it for the fight anymore. Um, and this issue was kind of fun in that it wasn't super fun to watch what was happening um, or to feel like the plight that they're in because they're fighting some pretty big bads. They're fighting like all the gods of Mount Olympus. <laughs> And they're just basically—the straights are very dire. The stakes are very high. But it's weird because they're not winning. The good guys are not winning. And most of the good guys are unaware that this is even a thing, that the stakes are as high as they are. Mm-hmm. It was a really weird take on the start of a story, and I really don't know where they can take it from here. So I... it was really intriguing to me to be like— I. It doesn't look good. And this is the very first issue of this story.
0: And half of the Guardians of the Galaxy essentially just wants to retire. Right. They're yeah. tired. <laughs> they does not want to do crime fighting, space, ca- space policing
3: anymore. Mm-mm. Which That was refreshing to me to start a series with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, we are done now.
1: I really connected with this book when Nova was just like, I'm tired. I'm broken down. Oh, it no. just seems Greg. like there's crisis after crisis. and I feel like that's kind of what Marvel's been doing. Mm-hmm. It's been event after event, and like people are getting fatigue. like I can
2: really can they actually... just have a normal
1: fucking day
2: for
0: like, once? He's like, I just got
2: out of the Annihilation miniseries. I, yeah. he said he's like, I died. I died. Like he's like, and the whole thing visually, too, he ends up with his knees in his chest, just sitting on the ground, like, Fetal. just breaking down. In and front I think of all he wanted
0: to die. He, th- oh, like, yeah. the villain. He was like,
2: let it end, please. The
0: film that he was fighting was like, no, the actual fuck you is that I'm going to bring you back. Yeah. Um, it's
2: bleak. It's bleak as shit.
0: So it is. Al, Al Ewing, like, recently just got a ton of, um, I guess, kudos for revitalizing the Hulk. Yes, um, and making it into like something that it never was before, which was just this like epic kind of cosmic horror like um thing that was just beautiful and I think that um this this could happen here, like he could do it almost seems like he's doing like a meta superhero thing, um but like with space, and then he sewed in this uh um conspiracy theory with uh the the Cree and scrolls um that like is going to go somewhere,
1: I think. There's just a lot of... Uh, have you have you guys seen how many books he's writing this year? Al Ewing?
3: He's writing like six or seven books. A bunch. So we had a Jason Aaron year, and then a Donnie Cates year, and this is an Al Ewing year. Yeah. And we geared up for it specifically, this is really nerdy Marvel stuff, with those couple Avengers runs that he did, one of which introduced Immortal Hulk, and then the second of which, No Surrender... Or no way home. No way home. No way home, and no surrender with the two of them. Mm-hmm. And the second one introduced the uh, Greek gods back. Wasn't Al Ewing a big proponent of the Marvel
1: One Thousand issue? Yeah, he yeah. he's the like the bandit guy or whatever. Yeah, so he yeah so he has some big plans coming out for the next year and a half, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, it's gonna be interesting. He's an incredible writer. Yeah, I mean we've seen it with with Immortal Hulk and any other series he's been writing, so I'm, an, I'm excited. saying yeah.
0: And so is this, are we led to believe that the new Guardians is going to be without Groot and Gamora? I think initially, yeah. Okay, so because and, and then it'll add in Nova and Hercules? They didn't
2: have Drax either.
0: Yeah, sorry, Drax stays on the planet as well. Um, so, like, yeah, so we kind of get a new Guardians in some ways. Mm-hmm. Or are we just following Rocket and Star-Lord.
3: They seem to make a point that, like, it all started with us, Star-Lord and Rocket together, and it it does seem to me like there's some... A, a lot of things suggesting that it's going to be a, a an adventure with just those two for a bit. Which, by the way, that was one of the fucking coolest things about this comic
0: book is they had an actual panel yeah. from the first Guardians of the Galaxy book um, that shows the first time Rocket and Star-Lord met. And they, like, put that inside, like, the comic book as a way to show their origin. I've never seen that done before. Yeah, that was really cool. That was
3: really cool, yeah. Um, One thing that I loved about this, which it seems like a lot of good signature runs that stick with me have, you know, like, oh, this specific Iron Man costume or this specific Spider-Man outfit uh that that really sticks out to you and rocket in his fancy little like Miami Vice suit. Miami Vice suit is like totally this series
1: that yeah yeah for sure well they mentioned it earlier that like rocket in the donny Cates guardians of the galaxy was like missing yeah and uh, was dying his yeah. his body was just deteriorating and I guess he had to go through all these surgeries to put new guts inside of him. And he's this new man. And he's a happier rocket and doesn't mind when people call him Raccoon. I think you need to read Donny Cate's uh, book to kind of fully grasp
0: a little bit of, like, what's going on and what how we got here. Especially with, like, Moondrake and uh, mm-hmm. the other lady. Phyla. He, yeah. I can not ever say her name. She was
1: the Captain Marvel from the other universe or whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, like, it just it kind of gets you, like, to where we are. I mean, I guess... Did not everybody here read that full series, I'm right? Not. Did you feel lost at all, or was it nope. it was fine okay, but yeah. I
2: think when I think that's aside from if you're' because I'm reading a lot of firsts, so I can suspend yeah, pretty much a lot and mm-hmm. just take take it with a grain of salt that I may not know what I'm what's led up to coming here.
0: Oh, we're missing the obvious thing here, speaking of first reads, there's a first appearance in this book, am I right?
2: a Marvel boy?
0: Or is, does
3: Marvel Boy exist? I don't know if Marvel Boy exists or not. Novar. Well, there's a, there is a character named Marvel Boy who is not this character. Okay, so it's says, a different Marvel Boy.
2: He says, like, for for all purposes, because Nova is here and my name's Novar, we're gonna call me Marvel Boy. Yeah. But it was all done up. His he, font for yes, his name. It was
3: very much like DC introduces their characters with their logos. Every time they make like their first, and
2: he gave us his pronouns right off the bat, which I was
3: know. kind of funny. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: But well, also a lot of things were funny about this character. Also pointed enough to be like we're really being sincere, but it's gonna be funny the his, way it comes off.
3: His spit is psychedelic.
2: Yeah, the tongue with the <laughs> rainbow on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I make out with him. His nails his like got, have little type of like explosives. Explosives, on. yeah. And it's almost like he just like wrote like fake things, pulled it out of a hat, and was like, "That's Marvel Boy."
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he can create
0: black holes because he controls his own physics. Yeah, which has come like with, a,
2: you come with your own physics, right? <laughs> like he he's was very, a package very. He
1: almost seems like a contradiction. Like he shouldn't be able to exist his, with all the stuff that's happening. His powers—you
0: just have to remember because none of them correlate.
2: No. It's not like he's got an overall theme. Yeah. I think
1: it'd be funny if his powers keep changing. He's just like, oh, I can also do this. Like, <laughs> in, in, in any situation where they need him. But Like, oh, fuck, the door's locked. Oh, my finger turns into a key, so we're fine.
2: My, my eyelashes have tinsel strength like ten times what they should. <laughs> I kind of thought they
0: would redshirt him and just, like, kill him. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But it's like, he delivers. He, he
1: saves yeah. Moondrake. Yeah. Oh, God, um, he says... No gods, no masters, and blows off that dude's
0: head. Yeah, that <laughs> was, was so insane. sick.
1: So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling him
0: a
3: little bit.
1: We'll see where it goes. Hercules
3: is I in like it. I like that cool. he
2: was explaining all the things that he can do, and no one in the room was like, what? Impressed.
3: Or they were all yeah. just like, okay. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Can we get going? <laughs> he's a great C-3PO. <laughs>
2: That's basically the yeah. role it seems yeah. like he's playing.
0: <laughs> I also love it how it's like Star-Lord and Rocket don't have powers. Yeah. Mm-mm. And they can shoot. And it's like, people are just like, they never question that. They're just like, yeah, they're just badass space cowboys. <laughs> yep. They just come along for the ride. <laughs> they're Some like fucking gods. They, they just need Cowboy. warm bodies at yeah. this point.
3: They <laughs> reminded me very much so of the, like, washed up boxer archetype. That's just like one more fight. Mm-hmm. That every time they tell, you know, tell their wife or their loved ones, we're retiring and we're done. And I've had enough concussions. Yeah. But you're know, like addicted to it. You can't let it go. <laughs> yeah. I don't like whiny rocket, especially in the movies.
0: Uh Uh-huh. It just really bothers me. Like, I just don't relate with that storyline, so I'm glad that that was, like, tamped down a little bit. It's, like, finally grown Mm -hmm. as a character. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. (laughs) But he still needs you to keep your hands off his suit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's Versace, bitch.
3: Don't touch it. It's cost more than your life. (laughs) There was a, a through line through the entire thing, and I can't quite remember exactly what it was. But it was something like everyone dies eventually or the like,
2: Nowhere is safe.
3: Yeah, nowhere is safe. That's what it was. And it was interesting to see how that was used throughout. Yeah. There were some really cool beginning of comic parallels with like the end of comic. There was this like creepy star swirl that follows Zeus around. Yeah. And you see it in the Cree kid soup at the beginning. Oh, yeah. When he says nowhere is safe.
2: And, and just little touches they, like
3: that, I really appreciate as a as a reader.
2: They also say that the dimension that the the his city that Zeus's city keeps coming from is nowhere. So I don't know what yeah. that means, but I it was really interesting to just weave this in, yeah, almost like you're giving us a code, clue uh-huh. by clue, and we're supposed to figure it out. Nowhere but nowhere is safe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Didn't I don't know? Didn't Rocket say in, in one point in the comic he was just like you know, we're all going to die one day. It's why I'm doing this now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought that was, like, a fun way to, like, kind of perceive life is just like, yeah, you're going to die, so just do this now. Like, you got the time now. Do it. It, I I really
0: liked that narrative of, like, the Guardians kind of figuring out retirement, but also, like, not doing one last ride, but also figuring out, like, how do I age out of this? It reminded me of, like, a bartender that, like, finally realizes, like, fuck, you, you can't be a cool like cocktail bartender when you're 55, so like at some point I
1: have to have an exit strategy here. Yeah. I mean, I've met some pretty cool 55-year-old bartenders. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's... <laughs> He's going to go from dive bar to Margaritaville. There you go. And then you're yeah. good to go. you
0: got to go to Key West. Yeah. is <laughs> a 401k. Yeah, you have to age yeah. with your uh, your, uh It's patients. a job that's hard to age with, right? So you mm-hmm. might know the exceptions, but I think that in general, like right. being a bartender for life, yeah. you at some point think to yourself, oh, fuck, I wish I had a <laughs> normal ass nine to five and didn't have to worry about sloppy drunk's tips to uh, sustain my well-being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to
1: buy my kid's shoes. Mm-hmm. yes. And I think that, yeah,
0: that's just not
2: having the constitution for it anymore, too, is, I think, another parallel. Mm -hmm. They they may still have the drive or like the addiction like you were talking about, but like physically they're tired. I really I really, really liked this. I it had the same kind of the stylistic was the same kind of cosmic feel to me that maybe not. Maybe not art wise, but like design wise as like Silver Surfer Black, like the colors and just the feel of like some of that retro, but yet a little trippy. Um, So that appealed to me. And then I just think the story, it was bleak. It was different. And I mean, I don't know. It's that it's that component where we talk about people, the superheroes having real problems of like that exit strategy or just being out of the game, wanting to get out of the game.
0: I, I like, I like love Guardians, I think, in general, like the movies and then just the storyline of like, because they're all like, it's never about them superheroing, it's like them Han Soloing, mm-hmm. so it's it's like their grift in between like what they have to do to just be like, oh yeah, we actually have to do some good shit, and I like, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's always a fun read, and so, and I think we started off last year early with like a really good, the uh, Donny Cates uh, Guardians. Yeah. And so I'm excited to like add this to my poll and take go on this ride.
1: It's almost like it's like Marvel's um, Serenity. You know, it's just like they're just looking for a job mm-hmm. to just make some money. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter where or how it comes about, but we're just looking for a job. Right. Because they don't really, if you like look at like the Avengers
0: or like other just like superhero runs that are just like massively powerful. That's not what Guardians is about. Like Guardians is about these like band of misfits that like don't really get along. I also like that it's not Suicide Squad, even though they call themselves that. Like it's not just like these straight like villains who like have like a redemption status. Like they actually are like all kind of good people when you get down to it. They just have like they're just bad at communicating is really (laughs) what it is. Yeah, they just need a therapist. Their
2: motives aren't always, like, 100% pure. Yeah. Which makes them different from Superman. Yeah. But it also makes Uh, them different.
3: One last endorsement for uh, this book is that since Al Ewing is doing so many other Marvel books this year, I would say look for this to have some sort of key cog that spins out into other important things. And sometimes when those other series start to snowball— that's where you really start to feel lost in the muck of Marvel events and not knowing what's going on. So if you haven't really followed one closely, you probably want to get in the know early with a book like this.
2: It already listed a couple things in the back, like Nebula yeah. and some of the other series that it's going to be tying into. Mm-hmm. I always get a little nervy when that happens. Yeah,
3: There's like too many things. Oh,
0: no. Oh, no. <laughs> More things to read.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to be so lost.
1: (laughs) Marvel Comics. You can't buy just one. Truth. And that was Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs)
2: I'll
1: take it. (laughs) Thanks again for joining us on First Issue Club. Don't forget, we are going to C2E2 when it comes around. We're going to be doing all kinds of posts and stuff on every social media, so look out for that. Don't forget to sign up for our Patreon, where we have bonus episodes, interviews, videos, all kinds of fun stuff. Rate and, view, rate and review on iTunes, and see you next time. Winter is lonely, especially after
0: Christmas. So you know what you do? You jam your ass full of comic books, and you come on down to the first-issue club. Bring your ass, your sad ass down here. <laughs> And we'll cheer
1: your raid up. (laughs) First issue club, now accepting sad asses. (laughs) Follow along. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome everybody to the Chiefs' kingdom, we're the Chiefs and we came to have some fun. We're going to the Super Bowl in Miami and don't mess with us cause we like to get handsy. We got Tyreek and Patrick and Kelsey and others, they play football and they do it better than the others. Every time I go to a football game I get beer poured on me but that's okay because we're at Arrowhead, the home of the Chiefs, going to the Super Bowl. To played some football. Everybody likes when the Chiefs win, including my dad, because he doesn't hit my mom. Everyone loves sports here. Sports is the fuel for my team. If my car was my sportsmanship, then the Chiefs are my fuel. For the sportsmanship, and they're gonna win the Super Bowl, and everybody's gonna be happy that they win. I bleed red, literally, I bleed red, but I also love the Chiefs the whole lot. And if they win, boy, I will be happy. I may even read a Bible again.
2: I may even read a Bible again. A Bible.